Also listen too much. You want a beer, dude? Hey, slip me one. I love a nice cold beer. Take your shirt off. You know, you have a beer. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Show has started. We are started. We're going. This is Chub Step. We're all back. For the first time, the three of us back in like... 2021, baby. For the first time in 2021, here. yeah. We made it. We did it. Is this something we wanted to get to? I think so. Yeah, I was having fun in 2020. Everybody was sad. You know, it, it was an interesting year. Um, I don't want another one like it, but I think everybody put a label on the actual year itself rather than like the pandemic happening. Yeah. yeah. What else happened other than the pandemic? Bad stuff, though. Well, yeah, the Chicago Bears had a bad season. Even in though the they playoffs. Made the playoffs. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't feel like a playoff team, but it does yeah, not. It does there. not. I'm not a coach. <laughs> yeah, when you can't pick your quarterback like throughout the whole year, you're like, oh, do we go with Nick Foles? Do we go with Trubisky? Then they're like, oh, whatever, just get Trubisky in there. And then you make the playoffs, you're like, okay, what's their plan here? Yeah, no, it's Jared, not... how do you feel about football season? Yeah, that's. I mean, I, it is very, I think, of the year uh, in that things have not gone according to plan or how you would like them to. That So for me, as a Bills fan, a uh, new sports gambler, and a fantasy football champion. My football <laughs> year was fantastic. That's Wait, fair. Hold on. What's your uh, what's your fantasy football team name? Since you're uh, so good at naming fish. My fantasy football team name? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I had Randall Cobb and Kareem Hunt. So I combined those two names, and it was Cobb and my... And Jared's going to have to bleep <laughs> one of those words. <laughs> yes. Um, so I was expecting a funny name and a dirty name. No, no, no. It just, we just, just get straight dirty. We just yeah. get uh, It gets bad. Our fantasy football league is very competitive. Um, Jared's in it. I stomped him out of the playoffs, destroyed him, uh, emasculated him. I made him, I, you know what, I, after I beat him, he came to my house and cooked me dinner for three nights straight. I didn't even ask him. Is that true? That's true. That's, it was a punishment. No, I actually have never been to Steed's place with the high ceilings that I hear so much about. Wow. I, don't, I, actually, I actually don't think I've ever gotten an invite. Well, Jay, you live in Chicago. I would, I would go somewhere. I would make a trip sometime. I live, I live in the beautiful town of Batavia. Yeah. Batavia, brother. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I don't know what that was. For. <laughs> I don't know, <clears throat> but there has. I feel like there's a lot to catch up on uh, with you guys because oh, so much. There's so After much this though. Whole year. And we have a lot of emails and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of. Do we have, uh, have to get there. any Chub Step 2021 resolutions, Jared? Chub Step 2021. Um, yeah. Ooh, 
Well, this is a personal note. Uh, friend of the show, Nick Russo's working on a little side project with me where we're actually putting together. And my resolution is to finish up going through all these ratings that I've been doing. But basically, I've been going through and putting together a spreadsheet of all the different um, actors that I've been reviewing, you know, Brennan Fraser, Jeff Goldblum, Billy Bob Thornton, and then figuring out who actually has the worst movies of, of the three and who has the best movies oh, yeah. of the scorecard. three. Yeah, scorecard type thing. So Russo's working on that. But my problem is I have to gather all the data and I'm, it's turns out we've done a lot of episodes and I reviewed a lot of things. And to find that little part where I say how I like it, it just takes a decent amount of time. So my resolution is usually get that done. about two thirds of the way through. Yeah, I've gotten pretty good at finding about where I, you know, project it out to be. But can't you just like name out the movies and then just like remember what you no, gave each of them? No. Some of the no, movies I don't remember that I watched. Even going back and listening, I'm like, oh, what was that one again? Like most of them I do, but you know, there's definitely a few I'm like, oh, this was such a bad movie, it's so forgettable. Or actually, you know, you know speaking of Nick Russo, I actually talked to Nick Russo recently. Um, I sat in Snapchat with a Pink Floyd song playing in the background. He gave me an album recommendation. Okay. And then it somehow turned into Appetite for Destruction. I said, don't listen to Jared's review of it. It's kind of amateur. Okay. And so, yeah. But shout out to Ammunition, too. Okay, great. (laughs) I (laughs) thought mine was very fair, uh, unbiased um, opinion, but that's fair. Yeah, Um, the song they closed the fucking set with, you said sucks. So. Yeah, well. (laughs) 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 They got to change up what they're closing out with, I guess. Yeah. So... If that's your resolution, Pat, what's your resolution? Uh, Six-pack abs by June, baby. Oh, sick. Whoa. I'm not flexing them, bro. That's natural. Yes. Get yourself an ab roller. Yeah. Legendary six-pack man myself. um, Yeah. (laughs) I'll send you a Facebook video from 2009. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I also have the ab roller, and I'm a big fan as well, Steve. Yeah, the ab roller. I mean, if you don't wait, feel hold like on. It, what is what is an ab roller? I honestly dude, don't know. It just blasts your abs. Yeah, it's an ab blaster, basically, is what they should call it. So they said like fifteen minutes a day, three times a week, you'll have a six pack on the commercials. That was their big thing. Oh, I've never seen the commercials. fifteen wow. minutes. If you can do that thing for fifteen minutes yeah, a no day, kidding. three That's... times a week, you already have a six pack. Yeah, it's, you can do like you can do anything you want for fifteen minutes. Because of the implication. Yeah. Uh, well, jumping jacks. Go ahead and I'll give us a shot. I'll try anything once here, yeah. for 15 minutes. <laughs> it's true. This thing, Pat, so basically, now, Paul, I've actually seen a video. This guy was obviously ab roller pro. I don't know if I sent this one to you. But the guy was standing on a little, like, balance beam. And he had his feet. He did the ab roller on the balance beam with his feet on the ground, not his knees. Yeah. So the feet on the ground is the ultimate goal of yes. the ab roller. Yeah. Knee on the ground is apparently amateur level. Once you've attained pro status, then you can do feet on the ground. And I feel like that's easier for people under six feet tall. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Was that a personal <laughs> shot at me? No, no, no. no. You'll see Pat, what we're talking about here. You're six foot two. You're six foot two. You're I'm taller five than foot me. nine, bro. No, no, not on the show. The fans don't need to know that. This is a voice thing. I'll never forget there was a stupid goddamn commercial that went, poor Mike is five foot nine. <laughs> oh. A little personal. <laughs> well, we, never had, let we it have go. a friend, Mike, who's five foot nine and a half. Yeah. Is that Mikey P? Mikey P. Yeah, yeah. Mikey P. I'm pretty sure he might be five ten, but I don't know, I'm not buying it. 
Yeah. Five ten with shoes on. Shout yes, out to Mikey There we P. go. Shout out to Mikey <laughs> P. So yeah, Pat. Basically, you put your knees on the. Well, me and Steed, I, I can do. I don't. I can definitely cannot do it for fifteen minutes straight. I can do like. I know I can do twenty in a row. Um, but that's. Yeah. I haven't really tried doing much more than that because I just feel like my whole, like half of my body is just going to split in half. Stuff starts popping. Yeah, I feel like stuff starts popping up. You do too many things. <laughs> Once you get a couple pops, yeah. you got to be like, all right, I'm done for you, the day. You basically have both your hands on a little like unicycle pad, basically. Um, it's a tiny little one wheel thing with two little handles that stick out. And then your knees are on the oh, ground. Oh, that thing. Yes. And then you, That's going to give yeah. you abs? Dude, Dude that thing pad. is. It is yeah. the best weapon for a six pack by July. Dude, Paul, I'm not convinced. You'll have a six pack by April if you get one of these. And that's being, yeah, that's being generous. Whatever comes before April, it'll probably be that month. Yeah. We can't figure out what that month is, but like you can a imagine. girlfriend that looks like the mom from Incredibles. So if I can get abs <laughs> that makes that happen, it's awesome. Well, the key to having a wife like the Incredibles mom is that uh, you need to have basically no lower body and a huge upper body. So I would yeah. almost stop walking at, at all. I would atrophy your oh. legs any way you can and then just do full, you know, push-ups, everything you can, shoulders mostly, uh, and yeah. that will get you the closest to the Incredible Dad body. That is, you know what, if you could give him, like, an actual name, it would be the Incredible Dad body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. That's true. That is true. Um, yes. Steve, what about my, you? My resolution, so I did calculations. Um, I started gambling with 25 bucks okay i made over 600 dollars. whoa exactly i'm rich bitch so that uh i did the calculations that's a 2300 percent increase in my money yep if i can maintain that for three years <laughs> okay i will make i'll have seven million dollars wow <laughs> To be specific, seven million three hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, okay. you gonna share any of that? If uh, I can, if the Bills keep winning and I keep betting on them, <laughs> and they keep busting the spread, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, Chubstep will have a nice studio. You guys will make a cool. Uh, hey, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the listeners, dude. Don't you uh, care about the listeners? The listeners yeah, can get it, golf balls. Oh, we can pay for more golf balls and send them out. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> listeners should be paying us. I don't have to pay them. Wow. I, I didn't oh. say that. Paul said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, because I get so much from the listeners. Yeah. Uh, they get they get 30 minutes to an hour weekly of the best 30 minutes to an hour of their life every week. Yeah. Since you so, joined. So sure. you're welcome. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, well, that's a good one, Steve. I do like that, and I think that's pretty foolproof. The Bills have, have a long history of winning, so I think you should be fine the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen's pretty good. He can throw the ball very far. <laughs> they definitely have not disappointed their fan base for a long time, so you'll be set, I think. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so... Uh, do you guys... Should we get to some emails first since it's been a while, and then we can start with some other stuff? Yeah. Okay, so chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> the first one is from Q from QAnon fame. We teased it last week. Uh, but 
it says, okay, I have something to admit. Circa 2009, my family had a Mini Cooper that my parents let me use as my first car. It was fun pulling the e-brake and power sliding that shit around corners and whatnot. We had a lot of fun until we didn't. Oh. The weekend of homecoming, I got a little too confident with the maneuver. Driving my friend back to his house, we power slid most of the way home. True gearheads know it's not called drifting because drifting is only for cars that have rear-wheel drive. (laughs) Uh, Then when we entered his neighborhood, approaching the street, we were coming in way too hot. I didn't know what I was thinking because I pulled the e-brake and turned onto the street, but totally overshot it. I slid right into his mailbox, knocked it completely off the ground, (laughs) and knocked over his garbage bins real messed up. Uh, Thank you for my TED Talk, Q from QAnon fame. So, okay, so yes, Mini Cooper. Oh, sorry, I took a nap during that. What happened? (laughs) Well, (laughs) QAnon which is the people that believe Donald Trump is fighting an elite cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles. Uh, (laughs) He also crashes Mini Cooper into his friend's mailbox and trash cans. Well, it's just just one part of QAnon. (laughs) But um, so here's the thing. So with this story, Pat, what's your issue with the story? Why were you bored with the story? It's a good story. Well, it's pretty long. To start with. Okay, I, I appreciate a good point. email. It's, it's trying to explain. This is a spill the tea segment. This is from spill the tea. Oh, I don't know. I, oh this I'm is. A, you hey, didn't say a, it was hey, from hey, spill hey, the hey, tea. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm a PR major. I'm going to tell you when something's boring and when something's well written. That was boring. I wasn't interested. Wait, go ahead. Explain it. I'm a PR major. Yeah, I'm a PR major, and this is. Uh, I really enjoyed the story because I have more things to elaborate from the story. Uh, Steed, I think you okay. Proceed. I think me and Steed have both been in scenarios where uh, drifting or power sliding went too far. In my cases, uh, I've seen I've seen both these go too far. So I'll start with the first one. I'll go with power sliding to incorporate this story. Uh, Bryn Flakes, who's been on the show many times before, um, <laughs> he he had this old um, Jetta. Uh, Volkswagen Jetta. I don't know if it was like late '90s Jetta. It was. It was whatever the car that the first guy in uh, Fast and Furious, when Fast and Furious was an actual racing movie. Life's simple. You make choices and you don't look back. The one guy that gets shot up by the Yakuza. Um, oh, Vin yeah. Diesel. Nope. Nope. The no, good no, one. He's a white guy. His name is Paul Jesse. Walker. No, his name is Jesse. The Jesse Rock. is right. Jesse is right. So when Jesse gets shot by the Yakuza, he's he has this Jetta. And so uh, Bryn Flakes, who's been on the show many times, he had one of those Jettas. Um, not as fast, but he had these kind of custom wheels. And <laughs> the car was black, <laughs> but the grill was green. Um, but he would drift around corners because the tires were so bad on these wheels that he had. So he would actually not even power slide in the sense that he pulled an e-brake. He literally would just like go really fast doing a turn and just turn the wheels and it would just slide because the tires were so <laughs> shitty on it. So, so one time, oh one time I had a volleyball tur- or it was the volleyball. I think it was like a semifinal game. It was something like, you know, it was, it was a playoffs of, of high school volleyball for me. He was on his way to go see the game. It was slippery outside. It had rained. I don't know if it was currently raining or just rained. He pulls into our high school and does this maneuver into like the high school parking lot and slides over the curb 
and gets within about two feet of a big uh, electric transformer that was on the ground. <laughs> he slid, completely destroyed multiple components of his, not only his wheels, but also his um, like control arm and like, you know, basically the full, I think it was like the full front right of his car, like every suspension component needed to be replaced. Um, and basically just slid up on this grass and was very close to basically just explode, you know, <laughs> hitting a huge electrical <laughs> transformer. Smashing a transformer. Yes. So that definitely happens and it's very tempting. And I think he stopped doing that after that. The guy, <laughs> I hope he did. I had one not as extreme, but I was in my brother's, uh, Lexus, uh, Lexus E, oh, SE, Lexus SE 400. Um, it was a rear wheel drive V8 car, um, very overpowered. And it, it was the same sort of thing where you could turn, like you could be, should be standing at a stoplight or anytime, just you're fully stopped, turn the wheel, floor it. And it would just spin. Like you literally could just drift. And so, yeah, this is huge. Yeah. Very overpowered. And anyway, so I was just pulling into my neighborhood one time and I overdid it because like there was no cars coming and it did a full 270. So I I did a full 180 and then was facing back towards like the street that I just turned to left on and I slammed into the curb. And luckily nothing broke on it at that point, well, but people Jared, were for freaking those who out. Don't do math. What yeah. is a 270? So it's three quarters of a turn. So instead of doing a full, I didn't do a full 360. <laughs> I did a three quarters of the turn and then I slammed it into the curb. Um, and this is just on, if you did a 900 bro, just yeah, like <laughs> it would have been, but this is on dry, this is on dry pavement without any snow on the ground. I have done it multiple times with snow, but you know, those are usually controlled. This is not as controlled. Steed, why don't you tell about your story when you were in a car drifting? You're talking about the G6? Well, okay. I, that actually, for, I was, <laughs> I was more thinking of, of Bush's, uh, uh, oh, I was not in that car. Oh, you weren't in that car? Oh, that's no, right. I was not in that you car. You just seemed like somebody was in that car. Talk about, yeah, what about the G6 when you were drifting in your G6? Forgot so, about that. One of our many bro girl trips, it was raining one day. Uh, I had a 2005 Pontiac. I don't know what year it was. Yeah. It was a Pontiac G6. Wow. Just a great car. The song like a G6 had come out recently too, and it's <laughs> and it's no, oh, it did not. It wasn't that recent. It was older. I well, think I'm I saying, but for like but you three thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I think you constantly tried to tell us that that song was about a Pontiac G6. Oh, the Pontiac G6. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Didn't so fly like a G6. Yeah. It was on a CD in my car. Yeah. I think it still is. Yeah. It it was raining. <laughs> And I would do some fast turns in that. And then I <laughs> did one fast turn. Perfect. Second fast turn. Uh, my car decided I'm going straight. I don't give a fuck where the wheel is. I'm going to go straight down a hill uh, into a curb. I blew the wheel completely off. <laughs> <laughs> so the wheel wasn't attached. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? So I called the tow truck. And the tow truck guy's like, yeah, I got a shop that can fix this. I'm like, <laughs> okay, take it there. So I blew the whole wheel off, and it cost me like $320. <laughs> like, I think it was $328 exactly, like, for them to rebuild my whole front end. That seems actually pretty cheap. I was going to say, I, I've had it much was worse so nightmares cheap. with cars than that. I know. It, it was ridiculous. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm fucked. Like, this sucks. Yeah. 
And it like the guy just took it to his thing. He's like, "Yeah, you can come pick it up. It's three hundred twenty-eight bucks." I'm like, "Excuse me, okay." <laughs> I just drove over there and got it. My sister still drives that car. Does well, she really? I I, yeah, she took it when I went to Korea. She just started driving it and like took it to fucking Wisconsin or something. So I came back from Korea and I'm like, well, "Okay, where's my car?" <laughs> oh, it's in Wisconsin. Then I bought my new car. <laughs> And Lydia kept the G6. Nice. Pat, any of those type stories for you or no? Yeah, I was going to say, did I ever tell you guys about the time that I just nailed a stop sign? No. 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 Jared, you remember driving to my mom's house to do the podcast? Yes. Yes. So it was right over there, um, like a black ice kind of day. And um, I hit the brakes and the car just kept going. I didn't know what to do. (laughs) It just kept going. Yeah. So anyway, stop sign on this thing was like probably at like, uh, so 90, it's probably at like, uh, like a 60 degree angle, not quite a 45, but like a 60. Okay. To this day, you can drive by that stop sign. This was like six years ago. Nobody's fixed it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Public works department. Yeah. And uh, I felt really weird about it because I'm like, do I report this or oh, like no. it's still kind of standing up? <laughs> nah, no. Nah. Like, you don't report anything that there's no witnesses for. Yeah. No matter what it is. <laughs> okay. That can only go, go unreported. Yeah, that can only go wrong, in my opinion. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you. That so that's the spill the tea segment. Thank you for officially doing that. Cue. Um, if anybody else has a story they'd like to share. Uh, Please do that. Spill the tea in the subject line, and then we will tell a little bit about our stories as well. Um, okay, so here's the next one. This is from Smacko. Smacko! This says, don't judge a book by its chubber. Uh, mm. Pat said not to judge a book by its cover. Yeah. How much of this dang book do I got to read before I can judge it? Love, Smacko. Just pass the cover, bro. <laughs> Just pass yeah. the cover. I would say halfway. Yeah, what I guess what, maybe they're just setting maybe they're a slow writer. They're just setting it up. And then it gets crazy at the end. <coughs> Smacko's my guy. There's no wrong answers with Smacko. Okay. Just pass the cover. Okay. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I but like let's say, you know, they always say that as a term just like, you know, as to like you gotta get to know something before you judge it. Um but like, what is the right? I mean, obviously, if you read the full book, I can get a pretty good judgment of that. But you're, you're Steve, you're saying halfway, you should be able to get a pretty good idea. Okay, Jared, you're the one who halfway. judges all these movies. At what point do you give it a rating? After I watch the whole thing, it is after there I watch the whole go. thing because fine, the whole thing. Every every once in a you know one in eighty of these movies, it'll suck, and then the end has some redeeming quality. And then sometimes it's the opposite, where it's a good movie and it's such a shitty ending. You're like, oh, this just ruined the movie. I feel like you with writers you can feel like their writing style pretty quickly and if you're like oh my god they're misspelling every fifth word or there's grammar problems in this book i'm throwing it in the shredder yeah jared how do you feel about ben stiller you ever gonna review his movies i like ben stiller uh yeah i like him i enjoy him quite a bit yeah i'd say i do so I showed somebody a movie that's a Ben Stiller movie recently, and I was like, I have to tell you, it's a very funny movie, but it has an incredibly dumb ending. So yeah. don't be surprised. Yeah. So 
Um, I watched, I think it's called The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, I've Very seen The Heartbreak Kid many times. Seen it many times. Awful ending. Awful ending. I was like, can we just, can we end it now? Because it's about <laughs> to be like five minutes of stupid shit. It'd be better in your mind if we just ended it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lost my virginity on a baseball diamond. A couple of the older guys just held me down. And <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of my favorite movie things that's in that movie yes yeah, so nobody i like thinks... how they all like act like it's not funny and then they act like it's funny. yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a, that is a solid one that's a good ben stiller movie yes it is now he's I, I enjoy him uh well thank you smacko i think uh you got a wide range of answers there uh oh here's another one here uh this is from smacko again it's called whole foods smacko um, he said, how y'all feel about MUBB this year, Marquette basketball, which player has the most powerful name? Um, uh, since I haven't been able to go to the games and have kegs and eggs and drink my ass off the whole time, I haven't really been paying attention. So sorry, Smacko. I, um, didn't go to Marquette, yeah. so I don't know any players' names. Okay, well. You want to know something? For the first time this, for the first time in years, I paid attention to college sports because I grew up a Notre Dame football fan. And you know how that ended? Not great. So not I'm great. not fucking doing it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fucking kids are younger than me. I don't care. So Smack, I've watched about half the game so far, so I've got the most to say with this. I'm gonna read off. I'm gonna read off the roster right now. You guys tell me the most powerful sounding name. Some of these guys I don't even remember them playing, so I don't know how to say their name. But here we go. Uh, Dexter Akano, Jamal Kane, Brendan Carney, DJ Carton, <laughs> Ike Eek, George Elliott, Luke Fizolich, Dawson Garcia, Tommy Gardner, Oso Igudaro, Theo John, him, Michael Kennedy, Justin Lewis, Kobe McEwen, Jose Perez, Samir Torrance. Coach Wojo. Totally. D- DJ, what was it? DJ Carton, yeah. DJ Carton, because that's like he's DJing. Yeah, I was going to say DJ Carton too. Um, I like names that have abbreviated like a, a first initial, second initial, and then a last name. I like names like that. Uh, case in point, one of my favorite names is DC Crenshaw. Uh, he was one time a guest on Guy's Grocery Games. One of my favorite names. Um, Hold on, Jared. I actually don't know your middle name. What is it? Michael. Jared Michael. Fucking <laughs> okay, boring. Yeah, but like okay. you can't go by JM. That's like my J- nobody name. knows by JM. Thanks for stealing it. You can go with JP <laughs> or something. Like if I had a P middle name, I could go by JP. Um, but yeah, I like you could. I like a JMZ well, not bad. JMZ, yeah, it sounds like TMZ, which everybody loves. TMZ. You could go by um, JZ, the rapper. That's true. You could go by Jay Z. I've I've done that. People have called me Jay Z before. People call me douchebag before. I, so there's a lot of things. I, yeah, oh, yeah. I called Jared Big Z one time in college, and everybody made fun of me for it. So <laughs> I never did that again. <laughs> oh man! All right, I get it. Um, so I think we helped out with that. What? Uh, how do I? Oh, sorry, just real fast. How do I feel about it, uh, Smacko? It's um, it's a good team, probably good in like another two to three years. Um, but with losing Marcus Howard, that's going to be tough for them to be good until some of these guys get older. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. That's what you said too. Good job, JMZ. What, Pat? There's a second part of this, and this is actually okay. towards you. What happened to the whole food segment? 
Did they normalize or did y'all assimilate to the blue wave, Smacko? You know, I actually had, um, I'm not prepared for it right now because I only got it like an hour ago, but I actually got a link from a friend about a Whole Foods topic. So we'll talk Whoa, about Whoa, teaser. Ooh. Yeah, teaser. And to just answer that, um, yeah, I don't really go grocery shopping because of COVID. So sorry. What do you do for food then, Pat? Forage. I don't know, Jared. Instacart, fucking Walgreens. You want to really seriously take it down that road right now? I haven't been to Whole Foods. That's the point. Okay. The I go point. to grocery stores. I go to grocery store quite a bit. Yeah. I told Jared about it. brother. Huh? I told him about a meat deal that I got. I'm a big meat deal a guy. Sick meat deal. Half off steaks. It was nuts. Sweet. New York strips, baby. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what's something you guys want to get to? You guys saw this post on the Insta, I'm sure. Yes. Let me pull it up. I live and die by it. Go ahead. Okay. So when I was I was on a run, and there is a path in Batavia. So it's like in downtown Batavia. Uh, there's like a park. And when I started running, there was a note on the ground, or like a piece of paper with handwritten. And it says, 1 Corinthians 6-9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Question mark. Then it's, goes, it's a list. Neither fornicators, nor isolators, <laughs> nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Repent, and you shall be forgiven Trust and believe in Jesus. The end is near. But then it finishes off in parentheses, Jesus loves you and so do I. So this is just a note you found on a hiking path. So I found one. It's like a it's like a walking, running path, I guess. It goes along like the Fox River. Okay. Um very well writ or well lit and this is where the Christmas tree walk of Batavia is. So right now there's like a bunch of Christmas trees that are lit up. By, like, Girl Scout troop or, like, kindergarten class. Okay. Like, they all have Christmas trees. So it's, like, a nice little place uh, to jog. And that's on the ground. Then I keep going, and there's, like, a big gazebo in yeah. the middle of it. And there's one there, too. So there's two of these things. And the I'm same, like, oh, man, they're trying to thing. send a message. Hell yeah, Batavia, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to be worried when I walk down this path? Well, there's okay. There might be a psychopath. Yeah, I'm just gonna respond with "Hell yeah, Batavia, brother!" From here on out. <laughs> uh, Steed. So there was two. It was two of the exact same thing, right? Yeah, it was two, and they're handwritten though. Oh, interesting. So it's so, not. Yeah, yeah, like in marker, I guess. Hell yeah, Batavia, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steed, I, I like. So obviously, this made you think. And had this had some sort of website or something to go to, you might have clicked on it just to see um, what the story was. This was that almost scares me more because they're not pushing anything. That's that is scary to not be pushing anything because I was thinking, you know, could we do this with Church of Four Pillars? And then Church of Four Pillars just directs to like, you know, Church of Four Pillars dot com just directs to Chubstep dot com. You know, Chubstep lives in Hold on, hold on, hold everything, Paul. 
This was not me. Four pillars. <laughs> this what was did not you us. say about your birthday or something? <laughs> this was not us. Um, so the Church of Four Pillars, we uh, we celebrate our Christmas on my birthday. When is that? <laughs> it's in February. It's in February. So we're good. We're good. We got time. So, hey, everybody, we're looking forward to um, Steve Miss, I guess you could call <laughs> Steve it. Miss, yeah. Steve Miss. <laughs> it's going to be a big holiday. Um, so at the end of the note, it says the end is near. Yeah. Uh, that took a big turn. Yeah. I also have some questions. What is a covetous? Why are covetous not allowed in to inherit the kingdom of God? What is a covetous? Covetous. I'm assuming that's somebody that covets something. What does that mean? Sounds like a fantasy football name. To me, that just sounds like oh, wearing a hood. Steve, there's a company called Covetrus. Oh, oh, which is a let's see, a little this. Uh, it's actually a publicly traded company. Our services: supply chain, software solutions, prescription management. Those sons of bitches. Maybe I could get one of them on the blower and uh, see what they have to say about this. Important. Okay, made. we're gonna have to shut them down. That whole company. Yeah. What is a blower? Uh, blowers are allowed actually into the, so they're allowed into the kingdom because they're not on this list. Are you a fan of blowers, Paul? So uh, they're not on the list, so it's okay. Not a fan of blowers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Steed, I'm just wondering, could we have bought the, their stock has been slowly rising since oh, March. Ooh. Are they saying the end is near? Go ahead and short their stock. That all depends on what Revelers is. Because why can't Revelers also be... Uh, what's wrong with a Reveler? Revelers, to me, sounds like somebody singing a song yeah. uh, while walking down the road. A person who's That's enjoying themselves in a lively and noisy See? way. They're enjoying themselves in a lively, noisy way. So they're... That's what a Reveler is? Yes. That's the stipulation. You can't enjoy yourself in a loud way. All right, this person's gone too far. Yeah. Church of Four Pillars does not stand for this. Okay. Yeah, this that is a little bit odd. I do love the idea of just leaving a note, but the problem with like that is you hope that somebody finds it has your reaction, but then I would you want to see the reaction of whatever the person has. Are you ever going to get that with just leaving notes places? I don't. Well, this person is probably a psycho. So oh, I, sure. I was going to say, I'm going to go ahead and say, if you leave a note for a random person <laughs> and you don't see the reaction, you're kind of a psychopath. Yeah, you got to move. Yeah, there was two of them. <laughs> and like the first one, I'm like, maybe somebody dropped this. And the second one, I'm like, somebody put this here. And it had snowed the night before. So I'm like, okay, they definitely put this here today. Because oh, <laughs> it was like dry. I would move. Um, but I think I know who it was. Oh, Yes. So when I was on a run like a few weeks ago, probably like a month ago, um, I was running down the same path and it has like onto the Fox River. There's these little like, I guess, outlooks like walkways. It's kind of like a balcony off the path. Yeah. And somebody was kneeling, arm raised in the air, um, singing songs like Tebow kind of. Like T-bowing with an arm, like one arm raised in the air, okay. head down, and they were singing. And I had my <laughs> headphones on, and I was walking, or I was running, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not touching that shit. And I yeah. just kept my headphones in, and I kept running. 
Yeah. So I think I think it was her. High probability. I'm I'm trying to look at this picture and I'm trying to see you know what if we're talking male or female handwriting. It so if it was a girl that was singing the songs by the river. Yeah. And I think just based on this like is the tough to tell on part, this handwriting. It's like yeah. female handwriting. It does look yeah it, it definitely could be so people chubs up podcast on instagram to check out this picture that steve's referring to um i do always like when people quote the bible like uh, is anybody ever fact checking because people always say these right first corinthians you know six through nine like first of all when i saw this on there i just thought you were talking about like 69 i thought you just put i thought you just made this that is funny i i I, I didn't know what this was but (laughs) <laughs> but, Jared, are you like referring to when somebody posts something on social media or you're like or referring just, to when you're actually I, I guess, at church i guess it's more in something. movies i guess it's more in movies when people are just like there's always some guy like quoting tattoos. bible verses yeah or yeah i mean i'm assuming tattoos and stuff they've done some research but when somebody's just like outright you know quoting things or saying they like nobody's fact checking them on the spot hey austin 316 just yeah. said i just whooped your ass baby <laughs> yeah exactly see <laughs> yeah that's probably in there exactly uh, but well, Steve, yeah, I would, I would move. That's my conclusion. Yeah, I mean, these high ceilings are not worth it. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, Pat, what's uh, something you want to get to? I got a quick booze news. Mm, mm-hmm. I got uh, booze news. Booze news. Thank you, Paul. Um, that was a deep one. My throat. This is this is from the NashvilleScene.com. So. Everybody's favorite national news source. Yes. Here we go. Uh, three local distilleries. So local, if you live in Nashville, have some important announcements to share. Uh, Nashville Craft Distillery, O.H. Ingram, and River Age Whiskey have released new products. That's my news. What? New products. So what are the new products, Pat? Um, so who is it? Nashville Craft has its um, first bourbon whiskey in a few years. Okay. And get this, Paul, it's 120 proof. That seems like a lot. Uh, yeah, so if you want to sip on some booze and get totally annihilated, you should probably try this out. <laughs> um, I don't think I've had something 120 proof, to be exact, but I've had something that was a little bit more than that, and I don't really remember much from that day. So, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Start chugging Nashville booze. I think, well, no. I So what I had, I think Bacardi has something that's called a 151. Oh, yes. 151 oh, I forgot about that, Marabou yes. Yeah, I poured some of that into a cup, and it just, yeah, it was bad news. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. So that's 160. That's, uh, no, well, no, 151 would be one, 151 No, 160. Proof. This is 120 proof. 120 What's proof? 160? Okay, okay. I thought you said 160. Not no. 120. Might, might be, might be. It's called 151 because it's 151. One I was talking about the whiskey. Oh, this thing's 120. Yeah, 120 whiskey. And so when I've um, – some of my heydays of drinking alcohol, like one of the worst things I'll ever have is Wild Turkey 101. So mm-hmm. to say that there's something that's 120 and you can yeah. just sip on and is normal, it's probably probably dangerous. Just – you know what? Don't try it. Just don't do it. I like it, Pat. Um, I have something here. I wanted to start calling people King. I'm going to start calling my friends King after because I was, you know, RuPaul is back on the air. Uh, new season started um, 
I was informed by my girlfriend and RuPaul's. Is this because girls call each other yes. queen, like yes. Yas yes. queen? Yes, exactly. Yeah, now yeah. you're gonna start gassing <laughs> up dudes like yes. Yas king. I'm not gonna say Yas king. I'm gonna say thank you, king. So I, I it started the other day because <laughs> little Stevie's birthday was the other day, and I sent him a thing and I said happy birthday, king. And I'm like, I like this. I think I'm gonna start just calling people king um, at the end of it. And I want, I think, I think that's what I want to. That's my thing now. I want that to be my Yeah, you, you say, nice job, King. Nice job, King. You know what? Jared, you can have that one. Because I, what I like about it is somebody could take that as, like, literal, like, oh, awesome, he thinks I'm a king. Or somebody could take it the opposite way, like, oh, he's patronizing me. Um, you know, this is like an ironic king. Like, I'm the opposite of king. So people could take it both well, ways, and I like that. <laughs> Jared, if, if you're going to do this, you can't do it discreetly. Like, you have to post on people's Facebooks. You have to, like, comment on people's Instagram posts. And just- I agree. I just got to remember the word. If you're going to own it, do it. I agree. I agree. Uh, I did. I did want to. So on October 21st, I expect a text message saying "Happy Birthday, King." That's coming from you. I just got to remember to do this. I I want to do it, and I will do it. I just got to remember that this is my thing now. I got to have the the bracelet from uh, Ready to Rumble. The WWKD. What would King do? And in that sense, (laughs) I will remember uh, to say King. You know what? Jared, I don't agree with you often, but I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. It is a great movie. Uh, okay, speaking of movies, let's do a quick uh, Billy Bob Thornton movie review because I've had this one cooking for a few weeks. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor. Once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's like this, you can say three but not four. It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and just like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before ni- uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut or... the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five and shrunk him down for the. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God oh. damn it. I mean, seriously. What is he dwarf? Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? It's been so long. I know. I know it has, actually. So this is from 1995. Uh, this is directed by James Keach. And the movie is called The Stars Fell on Henrietta. Based on that, what do you think the movie is about? Just based on that name. The stars, stars fell on Henrietta. Yeah, I don't want like to know. It sounds like I would not watch that movie. <laughs> um, well, here's well, I think I would. What I would gather from that name is it's an old, about an old timey. You know, it's an old time in history. Henrietta is not really a name that anybody's called anymore. In fact, I don't really see anybody named Henrietta in the movie. The more I think about it, um, but uh, it's starring Robert Duvall who's been in many movies with Billy Bob Thornton. They've been in a lot of movies together. Uh, Francis Fisher, who you definitely recognize, uh, redheaded lady. Um, And then Francesca Eastwood, uh, Clint Eastwood's daughter, is also in this. She's a young kid, though, in this. Because the movie's from 1995. So those are the people I kind of recognized. And then Billy Bob Thornton plays Roy. Roy, this might shock you, or (laughs) or if you've been listening to any of these Billy Bob Thornton, Billy Bob Thornton movie reviews might not. He plays a small town uh, guy um, no in the Deep South. Yes. 
And that so <laughs> Billy Bob, basically Robert Duvall is a wannabe oil man, which uh, is a job I think that is lost in nowadays time. There's not as many people just, you know, hoping and digging in Texas for, for oil. Uh, but Robert Duvall basically is like, uh, you know, he's spent his whole life wanting to find, to strike rich on oil. And so he'll kind of do anything to, to get it. Um, and he finds a spot, he finds another family that's basically down on their luck. And he says, you got oil here. And, and, you know, they say, well, how do you know? He's like, I know. And then, so they think he's like some big oil rich guy. They later find out he's actually never found oil before. And uh, to find this oil that he thinks that he found, he gets Roy, Billy Bob Thornton, um, to help him. Who, Billy Bob Thornton's like an oil rigger, basically, um, on the land. So that all happens. Yeah. Robert Duvall has to do some stuff to get some money in order to finance his oil digging. So, you know, that's kind of the conflict of the whole thing and just him trying to find this oil. So a story of a desperate search for oil. That's the description of the movie. I could have just said that. So that sounds sick. <laughs> you know, some people might say Robert Duvall's best role was in The Godfather. I'd say it's coaching against Mike Ditka. I was going to say that. My favorite role, I think, is him is, uh, is kicking and screaming as well, Pat. Uh, he's done, he, he's an incredible actor. He's done some, some very, you know, wide variety of roles, uh, going all the way back to, I think he's actually in, um, isn't he in the, To Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah. He's Boo Radley in To Kill a Mockingbird in 1962. You know, the guy's been acting and stuff, you know, forever. And he's, you know, the Godfather and stuff years. like that. Yeah. It's insane. So he's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, but a very different role for him was, uh, well, I guess he's done kind, maybe some kind of similar stuff, but I loved him in Kicking and Screaming. But I will say this movie is not very good. This is definitely not one of his best roles. Uh, it redeems itself a little bit at the end, but not enough to even make it a middle tier. I wouldn't recommend this movie to anybody. Uh, it's a bottom tier movie on the Billy Bob Thornton movie review scale, a Santa Ana on the Alamo scale. But, I mean, you can't end the show on like a negative review. Like, no, I wasn't going to end the show tough. on that. I wasn't going to end the show on that. That was just I wanted to talk about that. We can pump it up. Yeah. What do you got for a pump up? Okay. You say well, Tanzanian. Here's, here's you want a Tanzania I, news? I don't have a Tanzania news. I got one. Oh, okay. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that new patients are now transmitting. Fugazi, it's a fake. Fugazi, Fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. An Australian woman, a woman's rights activist, was arrested in Tanzania. Big news. This is all over the Tanzania news. This is the biggest Tanzania news story I've ever seen when I Google Tanzania news. Okay. This is bigger than the fish value increasing by 17 PC, whatever PC is. <laughs> I, I don't so, think it's bigger uh, than that, but yes, continue. So apparently um, an Australian woman, she was born in Tanzania, moved to Australia, got citizenship in Australia, went back to Tanzania. Um, she's a civil rights activist. She was arrested uh, for quite the interesting reason. She is part of a women's group that, uh, I guess, 
supports women that leave Islam. Okay. Um, so she had put out, I don't know. Oh God, this is such a bad Tanzanian news. She put out some, or she tweeted something. So just a social media post. Yes. Uh, and then somebody reported her for blasphemy. Yes. So then Tanzania was like, all right, good enough. And they had her come into the police station. They arrested her, held her for 36 hours. Sure, she's on bail. But it was apparently quite traumatizing for her. Yeah, the fact that you can just tweet something out and that's blasphemous. I feel like um, Stephen A. Smith would be, you know, like he would basically be the judge. Like if he lived in Tanzania, he would just be like the Supreme Court justice. Because he calls everything Stephen A. Blasphemous. Smith is the official spokesman of Tanzania. I just feel like yes. he says blasphemous more than anybody else I've ever heard. So he would just be calling it out here and there. Oh, you're about to go blasphemous. That is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Why would you say something so blasphemous? In my heyday, blasphemous. he would need help. That, that, I, that, that is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. And there would be so many people in jail. the weed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. So the big confusing thing from this story is that she was accused of blasphemy blasphemy for renouncing Islam. Yeah. But Tanzania, I, you guys know that the bulldog said that Jesus was the cure for COVID. Yeah. So that's a Christian. Primarily thing. a Christian country. So yeah. Why would Tanzania uh, be, you know, locking down the whole Muslim thing. They should just be like, chill with that. What's going on? You would, yeah. I think you're trying to put like logic behind, uh, you know, if they, if they basically don't like something that somebody's doing, they can just lock them up for it. And that is what is the, you know, the great thing about having freedom of speech. Uh, we've talked, you know, they can do that. I remember in, uh, I talked about it maybe a couple of years ago, two or three years ago on the show. Um, I think it was a documentary called Tickling the Giant about Egypt. This guy who had like a show similar to, uh, John Stewart only in Egypt and you know they would constantly get like arrested and things like that uh, just for you know saying a couple opinions one way or the other scary um, blasphemous in their eyes uh, yeah a little yeah I don't know Steve why yeah why that That's just what the part that confused me is blasphemy against not Magafuli's religion. Yeah, is I don't, that disrespectful to Magafuli to even? Hell yeah, Batavia, brother. Damn right. <laughs> you know what? If Magafuli was in Batavia, he'd be leaving those notes. He probably would be. He's, he would probably be the one leaving notes. Yeah. I, Out in Batavia, we drink True Moon, motherfucker. True Moon? <laughs> true Moon? It's like a milk? Oh, God, the beer milk. <laughs> true Moon milk. Okay. Good, uh, good pull there. Uh, all right. Well, uh, she got out, Steve, that hopefully she just tweets it from a different country next time. Australia's bringing her home. She'll okay, good. Back. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Probably just, yeah, avoid tweeting uh, that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, I would. I don't think I'd have social media if I lived in Tanzania. I don't think I'd live in Tanzania, though, to be fair. I would. Well, we would have. We would have this podcast. That's a good point. We would publicly have Publicly pro Mangafuli podcast. <laughs> And we'd be fine, yes. Good point. <laughs> well, people, uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. Read your reviews there. Uh, check out all the stuff we've been talking about on the Chubstep Podcast Instagram and new episodes every Thursday. Share the episodes with friends if you enjoy it. The show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. 
peace. This is Yasin.